everybody. Welcome to this week's It Shouldn't Be This Hard podcast. My name is Austin. And my name is Josh. And as we've done the last few weeks, let's just jump straight into it. Uh, top 100. Top 100. AFI Top 100. AFI, the American Film Institute's Top 100 movies. Don't know how they come up with it, um, but they came up with a list and we're watching it. We're doing our best. <laughs> um <laughs> So, this week we decided to watch The Bridge on the River Kwai. Kwai. Uh, it was, it's from uh, 1957. And uh, Josh, what did you think? I didn't know what to expect from this movie. Um, as we said Zero last week. Zero expectation. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know anything about this movie. Uh, this is one of the ones that's on the list where we just don't have a lot of uh, reference for. So... I really, I really enjoyed Bridge on the River Kwai. The ending was completely bonkers, basically. Yeah, and the thing with me is, it just ended. Like it, did, I just like all of a sudden it was over. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Everything leading up to the end, I, I really liked the movie just in general. Um. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. I was super into it. Uh. We watched it like over a course of a day because we watched started because we saw how long it was. Yeah. So we started it before Carla went to work, and then we watched it after she got off work, and we had to kind of piece it together because the dog needed to go outside like four times because for whatever <laughs> reason she just wanted to go outside a lot. The kids were you know we had to put on to bed and do all that, so yeah, didn't get to watch it all the way through, um, but I really enjoyed it, and it still kept me intrigued even though I was breaking it up. Yeah, um, you know, at the beginning I was like, oh, this is one movie. And then somewhere in the middle it becomes almost a different movie completely. Yeah. Um, once you, you're you off, uh, uh, you're not following along with the um, prisoners anymore. And you switch back to the American that got away. And then it becomes like a whole different movie. <laughs> well, and then, yeah, like once... The officers get out and start helping. It just, it's, it, the whole movie takes on a completely different, like, feel. Yeah. Um, I have to give it up to those officers. Like, there's no way I'd have just been like, let's go fucking work, whatever. Yeah, no, I would much rather have been out there lifting some fucking logs than in a hot box with eight other dudes. I'm telling you, or fucking, uh, for over a month. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long fucking time. Like that was a fucking light. Like I couldn't even imagine the nightmare that that was. Oh uh, yeah. This is the second movie that, uh, Obi-Wan's been in. Well, and that's what I was going to say is Alec Guinness is in yeah. this movie. He was in Lawrence of Arabia and he's in our number 15 movie. So yeah. in the top 15 movies, he's in three of them. That's I impressive. Know. That's impressive. For one person. That's a, yeah. That's a, that's a, I don't, I don't think there's anybody else. In the top, no, there's not. There's not another person no. in the top fifteen that has no, three movies to their credit for it. Like, yeah, I um, mean, and he may not be the lead in each one, but you know, he's pretty much a lead in this one. Yeah, he's like the lead um, in this one till halfway. <laughs> I was reading some interesting tidbits about it, and he was very he he was, I guess, leading into this role, he had played a bunch of like comedy type roles. Yeah, so he wanted to kind of put comedy into it. And the director's like, no, you got to play this guy straight. And he didn't like it, the idea. They butted heads real bad about it. Yeah. So one day, uh, and Alec Guinness thought, you know, he was doing a horrible job at it. So he put together about an hour of his dailies yeah. of the, of that character. 
<laughs> and he gave it to Alec Guinness. He said, watch this, you know, and this, this is what I've been telling you about. So Alec Guinness watched it with him there. His family was there. They didn't say nothing and they left. And then he said about, you know, half a day later, he shows back up and he goes, so I talked it over with my family and we feel like this is the best role I've ever done. Wow. <laughs> I was like, well, that's kind of an interesting story, really. That is a super interesting story. Like, uh, yeah, I just, I really, there's something about this movie. Uh, I didn't have like big hopes for it. I didn't, like I said, you know, I think that's earlier. part of it. Yeah. Like, we didn't know anything about this and uh, I came out like, oh man, this is a, a really good movie and it shows like for me it's like at the end with uh, Alec Guinness's character it's almost like Stockholm Syndrome that he's got yeah well because even at the end when he realizes what he did that he protected you know the Japanese in that situation he's like oh I messed up yeah I just got two of my you know fellow soldiers killed for this for nothing yeah so I I thought it was I thought it I don't know. It was it was a cool movie. I liked it. I it'll loved, it'll be one I watch again. Yeah, I loved the the two conflicting ideologies, like just basically coming together at the end. With I can, you can understand his pride that he has in his men for the for the construction of the bridge. Like you understand that because of well, everything like that he, he said, had to go through to be able to come to that point. And then in the other side, you're like, no, it makes sense. You got to fucking destroy this bridge. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Well, and, you know, like he said, he he wanted, you know, after he goes, you know, wars come and go, he goes, but this bridge hopefully will last forever. Yeah. And, you know, I want people to remember the good that came from these camps. Yeah. So. The only, the only thing I thought was great, or like, I mean, I, I just, I, yeah, I, just, I really liked it. I liked, uh, I just, I liked everything about it. I really, I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed movie. it. Um, if you have never seen uh, this movie, The Bridge on the River Kwai, go. Or if you've never heard of it, or if you've never heard of it, go really look at it. Go if you, and it's not because like it's not a soldier thing because I don't fuck it. I I don't give a fuck about any of that soldier shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it's just a good movie. It's I mean, yeah, his character like the the uh, belief in his uh, you know just in his just how steadfast he is and what he believes is so crazy. Like he could have been killed well, at any time. Well, even the, the American dude was like, he goes, you guys, a sense of what's right and what's wrong is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you guys are going to die following the law. He yeah. goes, just live. Yep. <laughs> like, Cause I crazy. will not follow that order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what'd you think about the, the uh, scene where they, uh, after they finish the bridge, and they have, like, the party. That cracked me up. It reminded me of Diego. <laughs> it did. It reminded me <laughs> I just sitting there watching. I was like, huh, British dudes dressed in, up uh, as women. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> at the at the Brit Club? At the Brit Club. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't, like, to from. celebrate. It was just randomly, like, two of them be be... And it was all for a joke. It wasn't like they were dressed in drag or anything like that. Just it was funny to them to have one of them dressed like a woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they yeah when they bend it over and stuff, it was just so. Uh, when they come marching in, whistling that tune, 
I was like, holy shit, like <laughs> Oh, he 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 was he was showing right then and there that he's not gonna be a pushover. Yeah. Um Did you get any feeling I, I watching this movie I had so many feelings of like, oh, this is kinda like this is the feeling I had the same feeling watching like certain scenes and listening to different um uh you know um orchestra the music um there's a lot of times i'm like oh like i see how this could how this influenced maybe like indiana jones yeah i I had some of those feels yeah um well and and maybe it was because alec guinness but i mean even like there were certain things that like had a star wars feel to them yeah yeah. you know what i mean and like i said it could have been because it was alec guinness but yeah at one point i was like i wanted to go i was like i'm gonna go look up to see who composed this like was this a john a john williams joint or (laughs) or what (laughs) like because like the music is so sweeping in that in that john williams vein like um it's just really it's a really good movie people just go watch this movie (laughs) i can't I, i don't know if we've said that about any other movie as much as this movie no this was I, I this is one of my top movies on our list that we've watched so far we yeah, watched uh, 13 now yeah and this is this is definitely up uh there, i feel I, like this will probably should have been farther up on the list anyways this movie is one of the ones that like you just said earlier um i'll watch this again like it's not like some of these other movies like Lawrence of arabia or i mean there's a handful of like even like the graduate it's not like i'm going to go out of my way to watch the graduate again um but this movie i i would actually be like oh have you ever seen this movie let's sit down and watch this movie yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i agree um i want to say this is one of the ones where i when cuz i was talking to my dad about this list and this is one of the movies when he saw it he goes oh that's a good movie so i okay. I, I was kind of looking forward to seeing it cuz i know he's you know he's said it there's a few movies on there he pointed out that he likes yeah. so so, final question on this: How did what did Carla think of the movie? Uh, she liked it. She she found it hard to understand at first, um, kind of what was going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of like war movies and a lot of prisoner movies type stuff. So, I mean, I kind of had a bit. I think I had a better feel for what was going on in that point. Yeah. Um, but she was also getting ready for work. Okay. So that beginning part. Yeah. Preoccupied. So she wasn't just watching it. Um, but. Um, no, she liked it. Overall, she liked it. Sweet. So next week, next week we are watching, uh, I don't know what number this is, 12, 13, 14? I think it's, I think it's number, well, it's number 14 on our, that we've watched, but it's number 12 overall. Okay. So this is number 12 on the list. This is a movie from 1950 called Sunset Boulevard. Again, I don't know anything about this movie. I know nothing about it. Don't have a clue. Um, looking very much forward to watching it though um if it's anything what i've been doing with these that i don't i I don't know anything about is i don't read anything about it like i don't read the like when i when i get the movie i don't read the back of the box i don't i don't i don't i the bridge on the river or anything yeah the bridge on the river Kwai. i did actually read the like first sentence but so i knew it was a prisoner of war type thing but that's it that's all I knew going into it. Yep, I'm um, I'm just going into this one completely blind. I'll get it at the your local public library, and I will uh, watch it. That's it. Yep, that's that's my plan too. So if you want to keep keep pace, come along with us on this in, 
um, fan- fantasy journey, fantastic voyage, like Coolio. Um, <laughs> you can come watch. along and ride. <laughs> fantastic voyage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can watch the uh, movie Sunset Boulevard. Uh, let us know what you think of uh, Sunset Boulevard and let us know what you thought of Bridge on the River Kauai. It's a really good movie. Go watch it. I recommend it. So, Austin, in other media, um, I didn't really do anything this week, and or this weekend, or this week, really. I did watch a fuckload of Game of Thrones. I've been thinking about watching some Game of Thrones. I haven't yet. I'm so excited that it's coming back. We're, what, two weeks away? Yes. So two I looked weeks up away. Online. I'm so excited. I looked up online like a couple weeks ago to see how many episodes I'd have to watch in order to finish all the seasons by the time April 14th rolls around. And at that time, it was I had to watch three episodes per day in order to finish by the 14th. Um, I did not start then. <laughs> but this weekend, basically, I watched like... I'm in season three now. Damn, I'm killing it. <laughs> and I'm like, I've got to watch one more tonight to make the three for the day, but I'll probably at least watch two tonight. So that'll be f- four that I watched tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've been thinking about it. We just had so much other stuff going on. It's a really daunting task to take on six or seven seasons of of television, even though the seventh season is, you know, only six episodes. So, um, it's pretty, but it's amazing. It's the great thing that I've noticed so far is I get to go back and because I know how the story plays out. Yeah. You pick up on all these clues throughout the show that are just so brilliant, brilliantly written into the show. Um, like there's that one point in season I think two it might have been season one I can't remember at this point, but uh, Bran is talking about how the uh, how he had a dream about the the ocean coming to the the walls of Winterfell and blah blah blah, and then like two episodes later it's the 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 uh, Greyjoys have invaded Winterfell, and they're from the Pike and that's the ocean and that's the ocean at the door. it's like that stuff i'm like oh it's so fucking good (laughs) yeah i'm looking uh, i'm like i said i'm really looking i don't know if i'll be able to watch any episodes of it uh lena i did see that uh headline and actually read the article but it said the uh it was like the 10 episodes you need to watch before the new season starts yeah so i thought about going and like just watching that list i think the next episode i'm watching is the red wedding oh that's a good episode Great episode. Yeah, so uh it made me sad when it happened though. Oh yeah, it's all it's all fucking sad. Like that, <laughs> that's my thing, is like I don't think this show is going to end the way people want it to end because this show is not this show doesn't give you the stuff you want to happen. Oh no, not at all. Like well <laughs> you had the entire first season where you thought Sean Bean was gonna be the leader of the show. Yeah. And then he's not there anymore. <laughs> he, dies, he dies in the ninth episode of a ten episode season. <laughs> so then you think, okay, then the sun starts, you know, 
Rob Stark is like, hey, I'm the man. It's yep. going to follow Rob Stark. And then the Red Wedding happens. You're like, well, shit. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole Stark family. <laughs> Almost the fucking all, all of them. It's, so. it's just I feel like this show, I don't want to do any predictions, but I feel like the show is going to be very, I, I think it's going to be good. Whatever the ending is, I, I am perfectly fine with whatever they give us. That being said, I think a lot of people are going to be upset if it Probably. doesn't give them what they what everybody seems to want. Well, and then that's the thing is you just unlike the well, Walking Dead, to, this show will kill people you like. <laughs> you have to take this show for what it is. Like yeah. and even with TV, I mean in general, not everything's going to be exactly how you want it. Yeah, so just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, but this show is just it's just it's so good. It is so it is just so good. And I'm so happy I'm watching it again. I'm going to try to finish it. I have this week, and then next week I'm in Chicago, so I don't know so if I can So you have finish. to finish. See, I might have to try. I mean, not like tonight or nothing. I'm going to bed soon. But You could do like the last season. Maybe. We'll see. Six episodes, six hours. I mean, I could do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably for sure watch the last season before it, uh, yeah. before it shows up, but. I kind of want to watch the whole thing again. That's all I've been doing. I haven't been doing anything else. I have been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, I could do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably for sure watch the last season before it, uh, yeah. before it shows up, but I kind of want to watch the whole thing again. That's all I've been doing. I haven't been doing anything else. I have been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Curla got me started on this new show called The Passage. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that? Nope. It's on uh, on Hulu. It's starring Ma- Mark Paul Gossler. I thought you were going to say Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's like, it's vampires, but it's weird. Like they're trying to use vampires to find the cure to all illnesses, but I don't know. I'm only a couple episodes into it and I think the vampires are about to fuck everybody over. (laughs) And it's not like there's a bunch of vampires. Like they're creating vampires trying to get this. Because one guy was bit by a vampire. They killed that vampire. So there's only one vampire, but they keep making more vampires to try to find this cure. (laughs) Because they're trying to cure them without turning them into vampires, but they can't get it right, so they keep turning them into vampires. <laughs> they just keep turning more people into vampires. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and the ones here. that they're doing are like people off a of death row, so they're already like they're fucked like up individuals. Yeah. yeah. So then they they figure out that hey, there's this thing that happens, and the younger you are, the you know the less it happens, and if that thing doesn't happen, or you know, then that's how you get the cure. Yeah. So they bring, they try to get this 10 year old girl in and they're going to turn her into a vampire. And Mark Paul Gossler's character is supposed to be the one that brings her in. And, uh, he gets the feels for her and, uh, starts protecting her. Okay. I thought it was going to get weird. No, 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 no. Cause he lost his daughter and his, when his daughter was about 10. Oh, okay. And so he didn't want to, 
So Zach Morris is protecting a little girl. Yeah. So that's all I know is you know he's <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's where that's where I'm at, people. Uh, it's a good show though. It's crazy. Carla loves it. She's been trying to get me to watch it for weeks. So Barry started back on Sunday. Did it? Yes. I I'm haven't have watched the new episode yet because, like I said, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I might wait on that one. Wait till it's done and then watch it all at once. Yeah, because they're I only like thirty to... minute episodes. Yeah, they're quick. Yeah, that's such a good show too. It's a very good show. Um, but yeah, I saw that it came back on Sunday, and I was like, I have to have to look at that. I'll have to eventually. Go check that one out. Uh, I texted Glenn this week to see, you know, my like I said earlier, my trip to Chicago is coming up, and I texted Glenn to see if Austin's big head was going to make this <laughs> trip to Chicago. So, I think Austin's head's coming with me to Chicago. Uh, you'll be going to a White Sox game, my friend. Nice. And you'll probably be next to a giant, I don't know, ATAT Some Star Wars. or <laughs> giant something, a Lego <laughs> X-Wing or something. Nice. So, should that's be a, cool. Should be a good time. You should you should have fun. All right. Yay. <laughs> I'll be working. <laughs> In real life. In real life, Austin will be working. <laughs> yeah. So I did watch uh, a movie this week that I hadn't seen yet. Another one. I watched Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. I have not seen this movie, but I don't feel like you can ruin it for me. Okay. So did you see the other Fantastic Beasts? Yes. Okay. Um I really enjoyed the first Fantastic Beast. I thought it was okay. I really enjoyed this one. Um, I've heard nothing but bad things about this one. Yeah, so did so had I. Um, Carla hadn't heard anything about it, and she wanted to watch it, so we watched it. Um, before it started, I just told myself, it's going to be what it is. It's not going to be anything that I want it to be. Um, and I enjoyed it. Um it tied into like the Harry Potter world a lot more than the first one. Yeah. Cause they're actually in England. They go to Hogwarts at one scene. Yeah. Um, cause you know, they go talk to Dumbledore who's a professor there. Um, you know, Mag- McGonagall's there in one scene. So I don't know. It was kind of cool. I liked, I liked that aspect where it tied into the world of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, definitely was a setup for the next movie. So I got a question. Haven't seen the okay. movie. Only heard certain things. So, thing I heard. Nagini is a woman that is a shapeshifter that can turn into a snake. Uh-huh. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Why does it matter to anything? It matters nothing to the Harry Potter series. Um, well... So, she's, to me, she's not a part... It's going back and it's pandering. <laughs> to a point. I mean, she's it's not really like a big character. Um but they do mention how she can only do it so many times and then she'll stay stuck like that forever. So in if that's the case, why did she do it another time if she she'd be stuck? <laughs> uh she was basically in jail as a, by this dude who was a uh uh traveling freak show and he made her do it nightly. Oh okay. 
So I mean, I have to watch the movie to, I guess, form the full basis well, and, of what I think about that. But from what I've heard, I was like, it doesn't mean anything. And as of right now, she's on the side of the good. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm curious. So it's, it's like, which explains why Nagini is more than just a snake because she's more than just a snake in the Harry Potter books. Yeah, but it doesn't. But you don't know why. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. <laughs> I mean. It's like the fact that we're following gay. It doesn't matter, and it's not even that. It's I mean, see, you're, see, you're just getting all upset about stuff that doesn't matter. Yes, <laughs> none of it matters. And who cares if Dumbledore's gay? Who cares if she says he oh, is? I don't care if he's gay, but you can't. I, I mean, I guess as a writer, you can go back and say stuff, but it's. It doesn't mean anything if it wasn't in the book. Well, the thing is, is she's elaborating on the world now. So you have your Harry Potter. You have your one story inside the Harry Potter universe. And now she's expanding to other stories. And some of those other stories you do need to expand on, including Dumbledore and the weird tension between him and Grindelwald. Okay. But I don't feel like I'm ever gonna care. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was good. I'll have to watch it. You know what? How about that? I'll just say I'll go watch it. That way I can actually with an open form. mind. Well, no, it won't be an open mind. I've already <laughs> pretty got opinions. <laughs> I can't do anything about those. Those are there now. <laughs> can opinions happen? Um, I'll go and watch it. But like I said, JK's going out of her fucking mind. This bitch is on Twitter telling people, Oh, I never said that Hermione was white. Yeah, you did. Fucking go back and read your own goddamn book. Uh, she's she's talking about the play. I don't fucking care. Go back and read your goddamn book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now people are gonna be like, Josh, look at him, he's fucking fucking uh <laughs> Going crazy. Losing mine. You should see his hair. Yeah, you should see mine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fuck that. Uh, you know, Carla, or I sent you guys the thing about uh, Stranger Things is going to have Hollywood Horror Nights Part 2 in uh, Orlando this year. And, It'd be uh, so cool. I sent you guys a link and said, hey, we should. Uh, totally do this we looked into it last year but yeah there was it wasn't an option no there was not but maybe a little bit more planning maybe yeah, who we'll knows see. but yeah that'd be fun anybody want to go to Hollywood Horror Nights just let me know we can all uh, room up in my parents timeshare and fucking have camp out we can all sleep on the floor and have as many people in there as possible. Yeah. I don't care. I think it's like six. Six or seven. Nice. I don't know. But that would be fun. Let's get to some music, man. What do you got this week? I am going to play a song uh, from a band called Simple Creatures. And the song is called Strange Love. Give me that guitar and throw me in a crowded room. She bit her lip and kissed me hard. Please drag me down the darkest night with you. Pose your friends and laugh a moment frozen at the bar. 
So I was trying to decide what to listen to uh, on the podcast tonight, and uh, I brought up Spotify, and there was an ad for this, so I listened to it. I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I played it. (laughs) (laughs) Truly it. (laughs) There's no other reason to it. Um, so did you like it? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Uh, they got an EP that just came out. It's got like one, two, three, four, five, six songs. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll say this. Um, huge Blink-182 fan. Love Blink. Um, love Boxcar Racer. Love Plus 44. Like Transplants. You know, I like so basically what I'm saying is I, I pretty much like 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 the projects that these guys that like Mark and Tom and Travis usually do. This is the first one where I was like, I do not. It's like different this at all. It is different. This reminds um, me of the band that has not been named. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> It's it's it, well it's Mark Hoppus from Blink One Eight Two and it's a dude named Alex uh, Gaskarth from All Time Low. Okay, and they no teamed up together. Uh, it's another pop punk band. Um, they teamed up together and created this weird offbeat kind of album. I'm just on my hate train tonight, people. I'm sorry. He is. He's a, he's a hater. I am just on a hate train. I just did not. I could not. And you know the sad thing is this: like it came up on my Amazon. That this was a new thing, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should give that a listen." And now you've sent me that vi- that that one song, and I know I don't have to listen to any more of it. Because <laughs> I, I really was gonna give it a listen tonight. Like, oh man, like uh, I like that guy. Yeah, I liked it. You different know when he sang on this, it had so much auto tune to it. You know, it reminded me a lot. Of Jimmy Pop on some of the Bloodhound Gang's like techno type songs that he does. I'll have to go back and listen to it again. It's th- those like that's some of the like Bloodhound Gang. I I pretty much like a lot of their stuff, but my least favorite songs that they did were the you know techno y kind of. Oh, I enjoyed those too. So, yeah, I mean, you liked Untist a lot. It was fun. I thought it was okay. But I like some of their I like I like some of their other songs on that CD, just not the the ones where it's like very you know, EDM or whatever you want to call it now. Back then it was techno. Dance hall, I don't know. I don't know. Basically, you you're just a hater. I don't know what any of these words. I just I like I said, <laughs> 
maybe I am. Maybe I am. Because guess what? I'm going to play my song now. And people probably might not like my song. And that's cool. My song this week is from Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. And the name of the song is The Middle. Take a seat. Right over there. Sat on the stairs. Stay or leave. The cabinets are bare. And I'm unaware of just how we got into this mess. Got so aggressive. I know we meant all good intentions. So pull me closer. Why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on? I'm losing my mind just a little So why don't you just meet me in the middle In the middle So this song is as fucking poppy as you can get. This song is fucking just and it's EDM. I don't know why. I don't know why I like this one. <laughs> it's so fucking poppy. It's so here you have you're sitting here talking all this trash about EDM and oh, I don't have techno. Problem with Mark Mark Hoffis and his shitty ass voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's better now than it was at the beginning of Blink-182. Yeah, because auto-tune has come a long way. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> what did you think of the middle? <laughs> I liked it. It's a good um, I'd song. Heard, I'd heard it before. Um, it's on a I'd, Target commercial. That's <laughs> <laughs> maybe where I heard it before. I hear it every um, time I go into Target. They play it, and I fucking love it. Me and this little black kid were singing it the other day. That's funny. <laughs> He was singing it, walking up and down the aisles, and I was like, "It's <laughs> sad." I will say, I was surprised when this one popped across. It's a good song. It's just a poppy. It's just a poppy song. I liked it. Hey, guess what? It was fun. It wasn't rap. I didn't want to play. Blimes came out with a new CD. Yeah, I almost played something off of it, but I didn't feel like playing more blimes. That's really what happened. Uh, yeah, and and Travis Travis Thompson came out with a new EP a couple weeks ago called The Runaways, and I didn't want to play anything from that because, again, <laughs> we play these same people over and over. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's what we're listening to. Yeah, I just want to give people variety. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um... Let me know what you guys think of the middle. I mean, I know other people like poppy stuff. Like, I know Cody likes Carly Rae Jepsen a lot. I listen to poppy stuff. You listen I like music. Carmela Camano or whatever. <laughs> Camilla, Cam- Camilla Cabano. Cabello. <laughs> Come on, you're the Mexican. But only half. Fucking <laughs> poser. Yeah, uh, that's kind of how my wife is. I was trying to think of a funny, like, uh, stand-up thing that I could do. Like, if I ever did stand-up, I could get up on the stage and be like, Hello, my name is Josh Dockery. Yes, I know that's not, uh, that does not fit this. 
and then I could transition from that into something about how, uh, you know, how uh, Trump says uh, Mexicans are coming to take your good jobs. Well, this is one that actually did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work in a in a strawberry field or <laughs> in construction. <laughs> I do IT <laughs> in an air conditioned basin <laughs> basement. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you just got to flush it out and you got a beginning. Oh, fuck. I'm terrible. I'll never do it. I'll never do it. I'm too scared. Oh, I don't like the attitude. Yeah, I'm super negative pants today. <laughs> Look at me. I, I'm hating on a movie that I haven't even fucking watched yet. Hating on a on a writer that I actually like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hating on a, on a music group that I've only listened to one song, but I... Look at me being all prejudiced, prejudiced. I'm not racist. I just hate people. (laughs) Yeah, all people. (laughs) If you hate everybody equally, (laughs) exactly, then it doesn't matter. Um, Then you're just a hater. Yeah, I'm just a hater. I got a bunch of fool hate. You started me on a bad way, though. Before we even started this podcast, you had me listening to Will Smith music. <laughs> and how can you not be like super? I didn't, I didn't have you listening to Will Smith music. You started singing Wild Wild West. It's an amazing song. No, it's not amazing song. It's not. Desperado. <laughs> so you started that whole thing. You led yourself down that path, fella. All because I wanted to say. Ladies that be in distress be out of that dress once they meet Jim West. <laughs> once they meet Jim West. <laughs> Want to talk about a shitty movie? That movie was really bad. Yeah, it's super bad. That fucking spider, fucking mechanical spider at the end. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I had high hopes for it too. I remember watching it or think you're seeing the previews and like, this is gonna be a cool movie. And then I watched, it, I was like, what the fuck was this? <laughs> Well, uh, fuck. Uh, I guess the last thing we can talk about today is the NCAA tournament. Uh, Carolina went out. Auburn waxed our ass. They did the same thing that they did to KU. KU. Apparently, <laughs> they're not allowed to miss a fucking three-pointer ever. Like, it's just, that's what they do. Then they played Kentucky, and guess what they did to them? They beat them, too. They are going to be a hard team to beat. If they play like they played the last three games... We'll see him in the national championship game. I'm telling you. Um, but uh, that's who I'm rooting for, so root, go Auburn. Yeah, rooting, tooting, rooting, tooting, fucking Iron Eagle or whatever it's called, right? War Damn Eagle. Is that a War war Eagle? Yeah. Oh, War Eagle, Iron Eagle. Oh, it's fucking Steel Curtain. I don't know. Fucking houses. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, as far as. Brackets go and stuff like that. I, I haven't even looked, but I'm pretty sure uh, brackets are pretty much set. Brackets are done, everybody. Uh, before the championship game even before happens. Before Final Four even happens, <laughs> we're done. Before the Final Four even happens, the champ- or the brackets are done. Uh, Austin, congratulations. You won the It Shouldn't Be This Hard bracket challenge. You beat Vinny Voltage, you beat me, I came in third, you beat everybody. Everybody's locked into the numbers that they have. There are no points to be had. <laughs> um, you won. Congratulations. Um, make your speech. 
Um, so when KU went out in the round of 32, I assumed I was completely done. So I would like to thank you guys for guessing more poorly than I did for the rest <laughs> of the bracket. Congratulations, Austin. Congratulations, Vinny, for coming in second. Congratulations, me, for coming in third. Um, that's not well. Carla still got points. She still got points possible. Yeah, she Carla. Carla can tie me. Oh, who's if she, she wins out? Still? I don't know. Virginia. Um, maybe? I saw Purdue was done. No, because she had Purdue in there. Yeah, Purdue's out. She has. She had Texas Tech in the Final Four. Oh, she does. She has final. She has Texas Tech in the championship. So if Texas Tech wins, holy shit! Never mind. Hey, guess what? I spoke too soon. Carla, you can still win this thing. No, she can tie it. Okay, Carla, you can still tie this thing. So uh, she can tie me. So if Texas Tech win, which I want to see Texas Tech win because it's Big Twelve. Um, so I'd like to see Big Twelve in the national championship. I'd like to see Virginia uh, win. But, uh, yeah. So me and her. Can end up tying, or I'm winning if Texas Tech loses. It's like tying is like kissing your cousin. What well, well, I mean, other kiss her? Points, I guess. Yeah, however it works. I don't know. Whatever. Um, in- well, because you do the scores at the end, right? Yeah. When you do your thing, so whoever had the yeah. closest score. Yeah. So in the uh, in the family bracket, my father came in first. Congratulations, Pop. Uh, you came in second. No. No, my mom. Came Your mom. In second. For like the third year in a row, my mom has come in second place. Well, and the thing was, was it, if Michigan State would have lost to Duke, I would have won. Yeah, I, I would have been the champion of the brackets, the family bracket. Yeah. If not, and what happened happened. Yeah. Then your dad won. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a crazy ending. Uh, it all hinged on that one game. I don't know. If, I didn't watch any games. I told like everybody. Everybody was texting me after the game. They're like, "Man, this is uh, this is gonna be crazy." I'm like, "I my my Matt my March is over now. Like UNC lost. I am not watching anything. Now that I, Duke is out, I'll watch the Final Four and I'll watch the championship game. But if Duke made it to the Final Four, I wasn't watching. I was not gonna watch anymore." Because Josh is a giant baby. I hate Duke. <laughs> not a baby. Yeah. I hate Duke. Listen, look at you. You got me on this hate train yet again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying now. Ah, Jesus Christ. Awesome. You know what? This is the end of the episode. Everybody, <laughs> you have a great week. You can reach us on Anchor. You can get us on Instagram, Twitter. I don't, I don't think we have a Twitter. Facebook. You None of you do any of that. <laughs> Just hating. All right, everybody. I'm Austin. I'm Josh, the hater. Shouldn't be this hard. But it is. <laughs>